American Society of Healthcare Pharmacists, uh, this is the group that tracks mm. the production of medications around the world. They declared a worldwide shortage of antibiotics, specifically amoxicillin. Now, that's kind of a big one. I don't know if you know that. It combats all kinds of infections. And in some cases, you can't get it right now. If you ask me, honestly, that's, that's a terrifying uh, picture of the future. Uh, the Jace case from Jace Medical is a great way to keep yourself prepared for the worst. It's a pack of five different courses of antibiotics that uh, you can use to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses like, you know, UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and a lot more. It's a great way to be ready for shortages, and it's perfect for traveling. Um, so check it out at Jace Case. Uh, this is uh, something you can get right now to make sure you're prepared for the future. Don't get unprepared. Uh, don't get caught unprepared. Go to jacemedical.com. Use the offer code BEC10 at checkout for 10 bucks off your order. It's jacemedical.com. Offer code is BEC10. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. This is great news. The investigation into the leaker of the Supreme Court decision uh, is over now. And they've reached a conclusion. So that's, we'll get into that. We'll tell you about that and, uh, and more in 60 seconds. What's the one thing villains throughout history have all had on their side when the time came to spread tyranny? It's the same thing that the World Economic Forum has on its side this week in Davos. That thing is complacency. Enough people will do nothing for them to succeed. What do we do when the next bad guy comes along? Just sit there? Do we own nothing and we be happy about it? Well, where does it all end? What can we do about it? We need to educate ourselves. It's a long-term project and our kids need to know the fundamental foundations of our country and our belief system. It's where the Tuttle Twins come in. Their new book, The Guide to Modern Villains, shows how 22 modern villains, people like Mao, rose to power. To celebrate the launch of their new book, the Tuttle Twins have their whole guidebook series on sale right now. If you go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, you can get these books right now on sale this week only. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the books that will teach your kids important lessons. My kids love these books. We read them together all the time. Tuttle Twins Beck. Uh, so the investigation into uh, who leaked the information on the Roe v. Wade uh, decision. Who who leaked that? Uh, they've, they've investigated it and could not figure it out. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe that's what they came back with. It's incredible. It is. <laughs> Can I, it really be that hard to figure that out? I mean, just think about this for a second. How does this document get to in the hands? What is it, Politico, I think, that actually printed it? Mm-hmm. How does it get in their hands? It wasn't like a reprint, like where someone typed it all out. Like, for example, 
maybe you're in front of a computer, you see it there, you're some staffer, you take fo- photos with your phone of a computer screen, and you, mm-hmm. so they can see the text, send it over there, they reprint it, right? Like that. Could, this was the actual document. Yeah. So yeah. S- this document must have been either pulled off of a drive, sent by email or some other form, or um, printed out and a physical copy removed from the Supreme Court offices. That's pretty much it. Either way. Or a hack, which is they did not out. They did com- not completely rule that out, but they did not see any evidence of a hack. So whichever method they used, mm-hmm. there's going to be traces left behind that you can track. I would think right? so. So how did they not track it back to the person who did it? Incredible. Now, maybe th- they were so loose with this stuff that... You know, a bunch of different people had copies of the document and one of them brought it home, made a photocopy, and that was it. You know, it's possible. Mm. But if so, that's a real problem with security at the Supreme Court. I mean, I... I, No kidding. Again, I I just... I'm I'm flabbergasted by how how this is all available. It should not be possible to do. Any digital way would be traceable, you'd think. If you're in... If you're on the system of the Supreme Court, you have this document. Unless they're just emailing it around to a million different people, how could this get out? And then the fact that they can't come up with anything, no, no leads, nothing, no information. Mm-hmm. They really came up with a giant zilch. After almost a year of not knowing who this is, what happened, and everybody's waiting kind of with bated breath to find out, okay, when are we going to get, I thought we'd find out, I don't know, before almost the actual, yeah, yeah, before the actual decision came out, before they officially released it, I thought they're going to find this person and, and we're going to know soon. And we still don't? What was it, March? Was it March when that happened? Or May? It was either in March or May. And uh, hard to believe that Mm. here we are going into February. Yeah, we investigated, couldn't find anything. So let me ask you an important question. All right. Are we there? Mm. Are we at the point where we get to start wildly speculating with conspiracy theories? Can I do it? Yes. Is it okay? I'm going to say yes. This is the okay time. Yes. So do you have a wild I do have one. Would you like to hear it? I'd love to hear it. Okay. If, let's say, (laughs) not an aide, Mm -hmm. not an intern, not a, just somebody who, the the janitor who works at Mm -hmm. the Supreme Court, if it wasn't one of those people, and let's just say it was an actual Supreme Court justice (laughs) who just emailed it out of their account to somebody, to Politico directly, and let's just, I mean, for... Just is speculation here, since that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Let's say that person's name was Sonia Sotomayor. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say. That's, you're just picking a name, a name out of the nine. I could have said John Smith, you but I picked but Sonia Sotomayor. And John Smith isn't a Supreme Court justice, no. so that wouldn't have made sense. It wouldn't have made sense, but you know, I just came up with the first name that popped into my head. Okay, let's and that say, was the one. Yeah, let's not say. Not Clarence Thomas. Not Cla- no, I don't. Not. No, no, I don't. Okay. No, I, Sonia Sotomayor. Right. That's right. the name that fits this particular not wild Not John example. Roberts. No? No. Okay. Let's say Sonia Sotomayor emailed from her Gmail to Politico. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they just put it in the in their publication. And after this investigation, that's exactly what they found. Let's just say that happened. Okay. This would be incredibly damaging to the Supreme Court. Yeah, wouldn't it? Because it's not just some aide trying to get attention or trying. Yeah. This is some uh, re- the reveal of such pathetic and blatant ideology that the person who would do such a thing should not even be on the Supreme Court should be in the first impeached place, right? from the U.S. Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the, I think, let's just say you had 
an institutionalist like uh, John Roberts, we'll call it what again, making up names. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. A John Roberts, who, and it just so happened that a John Roberts happens to be the uh, the Chief Justice it, of the are U.S. You Supreme Court. Really? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Weird. So it's weird. I don't you follow pick it. that name. I don't follow it. Okay. So let's just say. <laughs> That uh-huh. when the investigation <laughs> came back, uh, the person who maybe was in charge, mm-hmm. John Roberts, says this would do too much damage to the court. We need to just throw this in the trash. Hmm. I, I'm not saying that that happened because, as I said, we are in a complete speculation period here. Mm-hmm. We're just making up conspiracy theories. And and to be true about it, I don't have evidence that this occurred. I, I want to make no, sure. I'm not just there, I'm there not being speculation here. along those there lines. There is though. speculation around those lines. And I do not find it completely implausible that I, this is what happened. I don't find it at all implausible. It's more plausible than, yeah, we just didn't find anything. We, yeah. we couldn't <laughs> find anybody. I, yeah. I don't know what happened. It's more plausible than that. Mm-hmm. It really is. I, I, you know, from the beginning, I, I was very, very suspicious of of Sotomayor and her aides. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, right off the bat, you know, mm-hmm. she is again in a different category than other liberal justices. She is an idiot. Yeah, she is not. Uh, yeah. She is not on the same. She's not in the same universe as Elena Kagan, who is very liberal but very smart. Yeah, you know this is a this is and Kagan has made some rulings or, or been part of rulings that have really surprised me. Yeah, a yeah. couple of times, but that almost never happens with the liberals in the court. Totally, it's exactly what the situation is. She, I mean, she's an embarrassment. She really is. She's an embarrassment to the court. Sotomayor, so, Sotomayor, not Kagan. Yeah. Kagan yeah. again is liberal, but uh, right. you know, respectful. Respect. You can respect Elena Kagan. And have some credibility. You can't do that with Sonia Sotomayor. She's just terrible. I mean, she's she's she is. she's incre- mm-hmm. she's just a she is your run of the mill boilerplate Huffington Post editor That's who's working sure. on the Supreme Court. That's exactly. Like right. she's just that is who she is, and you know mm. uh, it's it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, and uh, so it fits exactly with what you'd think Sonia Sotomayor would do in this situation, having no respect for the institution. Uh, just a liberal activist who found herself in a lifetime appointment in a job mm-hmm. she should not have. That's who Sonia Sotomayor is. I don't know if Katanji mm-hmm. Brown Jackson is, is that. I don't think she is. I don't know that she's maybe as you know talented or intelligent as Elena Kagan, but she seems to be smarter than Sonia Sotomayor by you know leaps and bounds. Again, I, I, Sotomayor is special, and <laughs> she is a unique. Uh, in her terribleness? Yes. She's uh, special uh, she, in her terribleness. Yes, she yeah, is unique. She, really is. she is not the normal liberal judge. You can't just put them all yeah. together. She is different. And I don't know. Speculating on her um, bending the rules, I don't think is crazy. Speculating on her thinking in her head, oh, well, this cause is too important. I must do something, blah, blah, blah. She's an activist. That's who she is. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't mm-hmm. think any of that is without without reason it's not wild uh, speculation from the point of there's no reason to believe it like if you were to say like people there are some people out there saying well i think it was alito why the hell would alito do this this makes no sense why the hell would samuel alito (laughs) ruin his own ruling he wouldn't it doesn't make any sense at all they Mm -hmm. keep trying to come up with justifications why a conservative would do this and no one should do it 
if a conservative did do it, first of all, it's a really dumb move because you put mm-hmm. the entire thing mm-hmm. at risk. But, you know, okay, uh, if that happened, those people should be punished as well. Uh, I just, uh, you know, again, it's complete speculation, but Sonia Sotomayor probably just emailed this to Politico. I wouldn't be surprised. But I totally, it's one of those conspiracy theories. I would not be theories. surprised. I would not be surprised by it all. Yeah. Uh, it, it definitely could have happened. But the official ruling? Uh, yeah, we can't find anybody who did this. So, hmm. Okay. That's really weird that there was no trace. Incredible. Somebody really good did this. I keep coming back to this, Pat, and there's no one who relates to this more than you. Every time Pat Gray rolls through a stop sign, mm-hmm. <laughs> he there's a cop there to catch him doing it. Yes! Right? This is what happens. Yes. Pat has had been pulled over 16 times just since we've been back here in texas just 16 in Dallas. times yeah uh-huh and honestly times. like your pace has slowed at the it, beginning it, it has like, it was like eight times in the first year <laughs> it was really a lot i think it was literally right around there <laughs> yeah it really was <laughs> it's incredible but like i that's what i feel like it happens in my life if i mess something up if i if i speed if I roll through a stoplight, you get caught. I'm kind con- one day, Pat, I was coming back from a dinner, mm-hmm. you know, it was relatively late at night on a Friday night, came back home. Streets are empty. Not a lot of people around. I pull up to a light. You know, do I roll through it a little bit? Go take it while I'm taking my right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. a little bit. And the reason I know that is because about a week later, I got a picture <laughs> from the police officer in the mail that said you blew through this light. And then it linked this is real. Linked to, to a, a video. video of me rolling through the stop sign, taking a right on red with no one around. Yeah. We and, stopped that in Texas, by the way, which is awesome. Oh, they did stop yeah, that? Yeah. Because it was in Texas. They don't when use the red light. They don't use the cameras at the at the lights anymore. Good. No yeah. wonder I haven't been getting tickets yeah. lately. Yeah. So you don't have to <laughs> worry know that. about that anymore. But like, if I can get caught doing that, number one, how does no one find out this ruling and number right. two how does right. hunter biden get away oh with my god having sex with 900 prostitutes while doing crack on camera right. how do these things happen and and how does joe biden get away with saying yeah, yeah i've never talked to anybody about business with hunter including i've never talked to hunter about his businesses i don't even know what he did i don't know what he does how does he make a living i don't know and now even CNN is admitting, yeah, he he uh, he had meetings with uh, with business associates of Hunter Biden. Well, thank you finally for verifying that because we've been saying it for several years now. Really amazing. Do we have that report, Sarah? We we played it in the four minute buzz. It was a report from CNN, and, and yes, they did say that. But I, I was actually impressed by cnn for going into some depth on this uh, you know uh, kind of amazing there is a change at some level at cnn we can maybe talk about this a little bit today because something's going on there where they're yeah. i think they're actually think right. trying mm-hmm. to be better which is a big statement from me and from What's I think the name of their new right. leader is it chris licht chris licht yeah yeah um, he I, d- he said from the beginning he was going to try to make changes because he didn't like the bias Yep, and he was going to get rid of the bias. And of course, we all looked at him and said, uh-huh. "We don't believe you." Right? Because um, uh, we we've heard a, that before. Let's take a break first. We'll come back yeah. on the other side with a CNN report. I think all of us love convenience. Everybody does. When it comes to feeding your dog, of course, the kibble food is the easiest way. It's it's easy. It's not necessarily expensive. It's cheaper. 
But the thing is, your dog isn't getting the nutrition they may need. The factory bakes everything good out of the food. So it's, you know, it's going to last on the shelf for years. You understand why they do it, but it's not the best thing for your dog. Rough Greens can help this. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic doctor Dennis Black that you sprinkle on the dog food. It's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. You name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. And most dogs love it and will go crazy for it. I know my dogs do. I have a dog that's 174 years old, President Miles. And uh, man, he loves his Rough Greens. And I bet your dog will as well. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you right now. Go to roughgreens.com slash back. And they're going to give you your first trial bag free. That's right, free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash back or 833-GLEN33. It's 833-GLEN33. Go to uh, roughgreens.com slash Beck today. 10 seconds, station ID. So we have the uh, CNN report where they actually go into uh, the business dealings that the president had with Hunter Biden's people. Yeah, listen to this. All right. Despite his denials, a CNN review of the laptop data, as well as other public material, shows that Joe Biden did interact with some of his son's associates while serving as vice president, though it's unclear exactly what was discussed. One example, the Republican site, Miguel Aleman Magnani, a Mm. Mexican businessman and son of the former president who Hunter was trying to woo. In 2014, Aleman Magnani and his dad were photographed at the White House with then Mm. Vice President Biden. In a later email, Hunter Biden reminds Alemani Magnani of the favors he's done for him. We have been talking about business deals and partnerships for seven years. I have brought every single person you have ever asked me to bring to the effing White House and the Vice President's House and the inauguration. Hunter Biden bluntly acknowledged the power of the Biden name in a memoir, writing that the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which put him on its board, considered my last name gold. Hmm. I bet they did. I bet they did. Yeah. I mean, that is more in-depth reporting on this matter than you've seen almost anywhere on the left yeah. or in the mainstream media. Right. I mean, the fact that Wouldn't email expect it. in particular shows that like Hunter Biden, we've talked about it, uh, you know, in talk radio, but like, have you heard that anywhere else no. outside of conservative media pointing no. out that this guy said, not only have I done this one thing for you, I've been doing these things for you for seven years to win over your business and you've gone completely silent. I mean, Hunter Biden was pissed. Yes. Because he was <laughs> using his name and his influence to secure business dealings. And in this particular instance, it wow. didn't work. And he was frustrated about that. Uh, good job for CNN doing this. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been, you know, look, I, you can't sit here and say that like you're like, oh my gosh, they're going to be a great conservative network. What, no, they're it's gonna not going to ever be Fox be News. They're not going to be, no. you know, because you want to hear your side. They're not going to do no. that. But um, I, I, am a, I am of the belief that a, a a CNN that is not completely incompetent and a straight out arm of the Democratic Party mm-hmm. is a really good thing for America. I actually think mm-hmm. like if we could get CNN to be mildly competent, just not horrible all the time. That's the standard we're looking to beat. Not just you not could, horrible every second of every day. If you can get to that, that's a huge improvement. That doesn't seem like too much to ask, no. but it's been. You know, how long have they been this way? 20 years or more? It used to be that CNN was a place where you could just go get news. And you'd probably, it would probably be liberal. 
it would probably be left leaning. Mm-hmm. However, it would not be insane. And I would think right. to, to to focus, maybe put a finer point on this, Pat, it's really the Trump era thing that needs to be reversed. Everything yeah. from 2015 right. to, uh, you know, a few months ago. Yes. It, it became so insane so and so mu- they just were like MSNBC, but worse. I always expect to get. Uh, a liberal tilt from CNN. You know, I mean, Rush Limbaugh used to call it the Clinton News Network. This is not new information. Mm -hmm. But we just need to go back to that level, and I think that would be much better than where we are today. And if we could get it to something that is just like kind of sane, where you Mm -hmm. see things that when, when something really egregious happens... On the you know to someone like Joe Biden, like this Hunter Biden scandal, they actually cover it. They show you the emails. They show you the clips in the book that 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 to prove what they're saying is not true. Mm-hmm. I don't need them to be my perfect news source, but someone who could be mildly trustworthy some of the time. It'd be great. It would be great. And and you know there have been some moves that have indicated this could be happening at least at some mm-hmm. level. Stephen Gutowski. Who we've, uh, you know, I've had on Studios America a bunch of times. I think he's been on, on the radio show as well. He's a guy. He runs um, the website The Reload. Um, he is one of one of the premier gun journalists in America. He covers the Second Amendment and gun news better than anybody. He legitimately is a great reporter on this. Knows everything about everything. He's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. He's the type of person. There's no way they would allow him on CNN five years ago, four years ago, three years ago. They hired him as a contributor. Now I haven't seen him that often on <laughs> CNN yet. Fingers crossed. But they, the fact that they actually hired him and then took a huge beating from it's the left step. is a good step. Yeah, and more of that type of thing would actually be a good thing for the country. And honestly. right now, I don't know if this would be a good thing, but they are trying to follow uh, Fox News's Greg Gutfeld move. You know, yeah. they're trying to get a, a comedian to do a news program, which may be less irritating. I don't know. If you uh, find the right person, it could if be you interesting. Find the right guy, but they're talking about Bill Maher. Eh, Trevor Noah would be awful. Arsenio Hall has already said he's not interested in that. But uh, John Stewart, I think, is already under contract to somebody. So, um, well, so is Mar, I would assume. With and H- so yeah, is Mar. He just resigned. But but, but Mar is an interesting profile. Where yes, he'd true. be liberal, but at least at sometimes he calls out the other side. Uh, that's that, all. That's yes, all you he need. Does. That's what just you need. Just don't be completely insane. Yeah. So we'll see. What are we asking Maybe for? Maybe it'll here? get better. Mm-hmm. The Glenn Beck Program. Have you ever thought to yourself, I'm just so tired of being tired? You know, kind of that feeling that you're, you get when you're staring at the ceiling, counting sheep or waking up with raccoon eyes from tossing and turning all night. I want to tell you about a new product from Relief Factor. It's called Relief Factor Sleep. Just like the regular Relief Factor uh, that you take for pain, Relief Factor Sleep is 100% drug free. Uh, With this blend of natural ingredients, it's designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress and improving mood and promoting relaxation. The first bottle is only 19.95, 20 bucks to get the, you know, feeling of complete relaxation and contentment as you drift away to dreamland. Ah, yes, dreamland. And then you feel refreshed, you feel rejuvenated the next morning. Why not give this a shot? And so many people have problems sleeping and taking a step like this can make a huge difference in your life. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number four relief or go to relieffactor.com it's relieffactor.com dream big and sleep tight with relief factor sleep it's 800 the number four relief or relieffactor.com it's relief factor 
Get your Glenn Beck Stuper gear. Steve Dace, Chad Prather, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com. Use the promo code Glenn. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. John Kerry was at Davos. I really love the full court press right now on the climate change situation. I don't know why they seem like they, they seem like they're really confident that they can get this stuff done now. They seem like, okay, we're there. We need to really press and just tell Mm. people, yeah, we got, we need, we need a hundred trillion dollars. Hundred trillion to to fix this problem. Really, you're gonna are you really gonna change the climate for a hundred trillion dollars? Because I think you're just gonna be throwing good money after bad, and it's gonna be a disaster, and you're gonna wreck the economies of virtually every nation, every capitalist nation on earth, and uh, the climate is gonna do what the climate always does, and that is it changes, it goes in cycles. Sometimes it's gonna be a little bit warmer. Sometimes it's going to be a little bit cooler. Uh, that's that's just what we have. Right now it's warmed. Is it 0.9 degrees Celsius over 100 years? Give or take, yeah, it's right around there. There's, a, of course, a margin uh, of error around that number. Yeah. Uh, which is um, more than the projected benefit of these climate policies. So it, if the margin of error is wrong, we might wind up with the same basic number that we have now, <laughs> even if we succeeded with all of this. And I love the fact that the catastrophe right now on that 0.9 degree increase is that we have more food. Uh, what a catastrophe. Stop it. Because what happens when the climate warms a little bit? You, you grow more food. I mean, when it's freezing cold, you're not going to grow any food or very little of it. And that's why, you know, people had problems in the Middle Ages because it was colder during the Middle Ages. They had it a, what they call a mini ice age. And you know what happened? They grew less food. You're kidding me. That didn't turn out good for people. Mm. Not it didn't turn out well you know, at all. It's weird because when I go to the grocery store, the refrigerated you know section has tons of food in it. <laughs> so the right. freezer it's, section, mm-hmm. there's lots there. So you're saying that cold weather does? I, mean, I think there's evidence to, to support it. <laughs> you know, you're right. Like having one of the things mm. where we know that, like when when the weather heats up, it's usually better for people. Right. That's yeah. usually yes. it is because a lot of the it, more people die of cold than they die of heat in the world by a, a large margin. So when you when you have temperature rising, mm-hmm. you find people in cold temperatures dying less often. And you have okay. even if you do have some people who are dying more frequently in um, in warmer temperatures, the offset by the other side of it, of that equation is more than enough to cover it. And it's three huh. or four times as many. Um, so that's, a, again, when you're talking about just human life, generally speaking, and, and the UN mm-hmm. says this, for multiple decades into the future, likely the overall um, consequence of all of this stuff is probably Positive. good. Yeah, it's probably yes. good because you'll see less people dying of cold. You'll see yeah. um, certain areas that are highly populated um, you know, ending up in situations where they have more temperate climates. Uh, food can grow more easily uh, obviously you know more co2 in the atmosphere more co2 for plants good thing for crops and and other uh, related food items so a lot of this is like it, you know and again they 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 say then it's going to get worse and we're all going to die and eventually this turns against us 
Mm-hmm. We'll see. We will see on that one because mm-hmm. I, you know, you, I mean, I, I did a, a segment a, a few months ago about this, but China one day just announced they're like, "Hey, um, not it didn't make barely made the papers here in the United States for all these climate people." You see Greta every time she gets arrested, it's in the papers everywhere. <laughs> Everyone's seen the video. They yeah. they were like, "Hey, by the way, we're gonna uh, reverse one of our previous uh, coal cutbacks. We're gonna we're gonna increase our coal consumption." <laughs> and this was like, <laughs> I should find the exact numbers, but it's it was enough to wow. wipe out. Almost every program that we had going on any climate, gains that any gains that we would get from sacrificing were wiped out. Were by wiped this. out by this one announcement uh-huh. in this one country okay. by this one dictator Good. that we have no power over whatsoever. In fact, if anything, he seems to have power over us. It's just amazing to me, and it's no one even noticed it because they don't actually care about this. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with the climate. There are people, there are scientists who are legitimately worried about the climate. There are, you know, some activists might believe that. But when you're talking about politicians, you're talking mm-hmm. about people like Al Gore, as he's screaming at everybody in Davos this weekend, realize what he wants is personal enrichment. Yep. And personal power. Mm-hmm. And a large, overarching government system to be able to control not just America, but the entire world with policies that look a heck of a lot like democratic socialism. Yeah. There are those who say that he is a climate billionaire and that he's become a billionaire because of his climate activism, because he invests in the things he talks about. And so he pushes those. Uh, Do you remember how people treated Glenn when he talked about gold and they said, he invested gold. Well, yeah, he says that on every commercial. Of course he's invested in why isn't it the same with Al Gore? And it's a little, it's it's much, much worse with Al Gore, I believe. Much because, worse. Because you know, I think you're right. It's fair to say, if he really <laughs> believes in these climate causes, really believes in solar panels, for example, mm-hmm. him investing in a solar panel company is not something, as a capitalist, I can really criticize wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. I can criticize his hypocrisy on it. Yeah. But like, honestly, like if you believe that solar panels are good and that they're the future, then you invest in them. Then you invest in them and you make money. Fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah. The problem here is with people like Al Gore is they get these high, these prominent roles in the climate movement. They make these speeches, they make the documentaries, they make the appearances. And then a new solar panel company comes in and they say, hey, Al, why don't you talk about our company? Why don't you, why don't we, we're going to put you on our board. We're going to give you equity in this company to show that you support our solar panel company. You know, this stuff happens all the time with figures like Gore. I don't have any you know, details on a specific contract with Gore, but this stuff happens all the time with big time activists like this. Mm-hmm. They get put on the board and they get equity in the company. So they're not even investing. They're being gifted large amounts of equity at either zero or very low cost so that their investment can't fail Mm -hmm. unless the company completely collapses which uh, so many times it does but sometimes it doesn't (laughs) and if you sell a bunch of solar panels and you you know because you're sitting on a board you have a giant amount of equity in this company and then they sell it that's how you become a client billionaire it's not by like oh my 401k is invested in esg funds that's not how this occurs Mm mm-hmm so we don't know for sure how much money he has, but it's but guaranteed it's a lot. Who put it right around a billion dollars? I mean, he just from the sale of what was his dumb network called? It was uh, uh, yes, whatever he sold current. It. Yes, current. current. He sold current for five hundred million dollars 
to the United Arab Emirates. You might recognize that as a a, a big OPEC oil company uh, country. Incredible. And you know, I he personally didn't it put all of that in his own bank account. There were other investors and whatnot, but he made something like two hundred million dollars from just. That sale. And which was, again, the, the network was a complete failure. Yeah. It didn't even work. And by the way, then I, uh, they complete bought failure. it. It was. Wasn't and then it they put Al, on Al Jazeera. Uh, Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera America, which then failed. Yes. So it didn't even turn into anything. You remember the first idea for current TV? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? When they put it on the air, it, it didn't. It wound up eventually being like a typical left wing news network. Mm-hmm. But when they first put it on the air, it was essentially YouTube. It was like, really? P- like you could send that. in your own video uh-huh. of you doing a report on your local town and some environmental scandal that you've uncovered, and you'd send it into them. They just put it on. <laughs> like it was like that was really the design of it initially. And that didn't work. It didn't work. Huh. I mean, YouTube worked. Weird. But I guess like when you when you have a choice of ten billion videos, you <laughs> might find something good. Where on current, they yeah. were just you know, there's only one to look at, and it was not usually good. But so the, these people, I mean, that's absolute hypocrisy. That's not being consistent when you uh, benefit from an oil rich company when you're absolutely wholeheartedly opposed to every every oil uh, investment or every oil company and you don't want anything to do with oil and gas and then you benefit to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars it's it's, there's that's a problem although he doesn't have to face those problems because nobody talks about it you know the mainstream media just left it alone they're like ah, yeah he made some money on the sale of current hmm good for him (laughs) so these people are are making plenty of money and they're just the hypocrisy shows all the time and at Davos, John Kerry's walking down the street, and you've got the same reporters who went after uh, uh, Albert Borla from Pfizer uh, on the streets of Davos, asking John Kerry questions about his air travel. Here's what happened. Secretary Kerry, do you think that the high price of natural gas is actually a helpful thing to get uh, people to transition to a green economy? I'd love to talk about it, but I just sure, can't do it on the run. Uh, justify being here <laughs> when you yourself take private jets? Can you answer that? But you've taken a private jet before. <laughs> no, but you've taken a private jet before to collect a climate climate change award. You have done that. I fly commercially, exclusively. Bull. <laughs> is that true? No, it is not. I didn't think so. No, it is not. He takes private jets often. And he was asked about that in the past. And his response was, I'm not going to be put on the defensive for my air travel. Oh, okay. I Just showing what an elitist he is. Well, that answer is being, you are on the defense. You're <laughs> sounding very defensive of, for not being defensive. You really are. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just proving, proving the guy's point. Yeah, so I, I, do, I do take private jets, but that's because I'm better than you are. Yeah. That's I'm, the real I'm answer. better than you. That's that is, the real answer. That's the real answer. He said that he said this, and I think we played it earlier this week on the show, where he kind of just goes in and just says, yeah, you know, th- aren't we amazing? We're like really amazing people. Yeah. Do you believe how amazing we are? Thank God we're here. Because if we weren't we're here, we planet. wouldn't be able to save the planet. Isn't yeah. it amazing that we're all together? It's really, it's really fantastic. That's really what, that, that's, that's their real opinion. The real opinion is they are better than you, mm-hmm. and therefore they get to do these things. And thank God mm-hmm. they're here to restrain you from doing what you want to do. Now, you little people, you should be living in mud huts, 
but we are so important that we need our 15,000 square foot homes. We need that. Yeah. You know? Of course. Because, uh, again, we're, we're just better. 888-727-BECK. More patents due for Glenn coming up. So overturning Roe versus Wade was really just the beginning of everything we have to do to reclaim our country from the scourge of abortion. It's true. And really, all, all overturning Roe versus Wade did was allow us to actually have an argument about this. Previous to this, they, the left was in a position where they could just win the argument every time, just saying, Supreme Court, Supreme Court, Supreme Court. Now that that's been overturned, all this means is now we can have the conversation. Now we can pass laws to change these things. But really... Laws will not do the entire work for us. It's important that we talk about, about you know, telling, convincing people. Persuasion is a real big part of this. And one of the easiest way to persuade a mother who's thinking about an abortion is to just have her meet her child. Have her meet her baby in the womb via an ultrasound. This is what uh, Preborn does, and Preborn is a great organization. They've saved tens of thousands of babies just this past year alone, just with your help uh, from the Glenn Beck program and, and the Blaze. Uh, Preborn can help a mother hear, uh, hear the, the heartbeat of her child in the womb, and then also help them after the child is born, after they choose life. They're there for everything they need afterward. It's just a great organization. They're we're talking about two years of assistance, baby clothes and car seats and all that stuff that makes it so difficult. They can make it easy for that mom to choose life. One ultrasound is just 28 bucks. That's the cost of a dinner to save a life. You can get involved today. Just dialed pound 250 and use the keyword baby. It's pound 250. And the keyword is baby, or you can donate securely at preborn.com slash Beck, preborn.com slash Beck. All gifts are tax deductible and 100% of your donation goes to saving babies. This is sponsored by Preborn and you can donate now at preborn.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. As we've been saying all week, please, uh, if it, as Stu said yesterday, if you are a praying person, um, I know Glenn and his family, Tanya, and the kids would really appreciate your prayers for them because they, they need it right now, uh, going through some trials, and uh, it's, been, it's been tough. So hopefully he returns on, on Monday. Uh, that would be my guess. Uh, all right, coming up this weekend is the divisional round of the NFL football playoffs. And you must be pretty excited. Stu, the, the Eagles have had a great year. An amazing year. Yeah. <laughs> what I are mean, they, 14-3? and three? 14 Is that where they wound up? 14-3. and three. However, with their starting quarterback, 14-1. and one. And I, of course, would point out the one game they lost there was a fluke. And that's um, kind of interesting <laughs> because you weren't a big uh, Jalen Hurts supporter I, at the I, yeah. at the start, were you? I, I'm op- I was open to him being yeah. uh, a really good quarterback. I wasn't sure that he was going to be, though. I, I will say he's a great guy. I mm-hmm. love him as a, as a human being. He just seems like he's like, it's what you want out of everybody. He's just the ultimate, like, down-to-business, you know, guy. Like, they had, they gave him a day off. Because they had they won you know the first uh, the one seed and so they had a week off and mm-hmm. they he had a they gave the team a day off hey go relax 
and he he actually made the coaches come back in and watch film <laughs> really <laughs> on the day off wow and they were like well i guess we can't say no to this i mean like you know our quarterback is asking but i mean yeah. he's that type of guy all the time he never takes credit for anything it's awesome he, he always every when they win games he's like we should have played better he, he has it's like a military mindset and i and i love that i love that out of a player you know yeah it's just discipline and he has improved every single year we've been aware of him as a player and this year maybe the biggest leap of all he i mean he looks he's, he i still think should be the mvp of the league i mean he was everyone mm. acknowledged he probably was winning it when he got hurt he missed two games but they lost both of those games. They were the number one seed in the NFC without those games. Kind of shows how valuable he is, yeah. doesn't it? I, like <laughs> they needed to win fourteen games to get the one seed. Yeah. So did so did the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, which would be the other guy who's being discussed here. But it took Mahomes seventeen games to win fourteen. It took Hurts fifteen. <laughs> like why are we punishing him point. because he missed the other two games? Who cares? It's a good point. So I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see. Probably Mahomes will win it, but I think I do think Hertz deserves it, frankly. Um, even though Mahomes is obviously the best quarterback in the league and fantastic. I mean, Hertz I think deserves it. It's going to be an interesting week, and I got to deal with all the Cowboys fans around here too, which is yeah, always yeah, a problem. Yeah. I mean, I you know I don't normally. I mean, Bro- I'm a huge Brock Purdy fan going into this weekend. <laughs> I, I, all I could do is talk about Brock Purdy and those San Francisco 49ers. Oh, love them. Yeah. Yeah, love them. Yeah. The Glenn Beck Program.